You're listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. Welcome back. In this episode, I am going to be talking about empathy. Empathy is the foundation of peaceful parenting because it's what sets the dominant parenting the way that most of us are parented. It sets it apart from peaceful parenting. And you know, in the past, when when I think of when we had emotions and and re- needed to release emotions because we were upset or something did go our way or whatever it is, most of the time we were told to suck it up or get over it or change our attitude or else, right? Well, with empathy, we don't do that. When we are practicing peaceful parenting, we use empathy. And really what that does is it allows us to get on the same page as our child and really see the world from their perspective. So what is empathy? Empathy is basically us being able to put ourselves in the shoes of another person and imagine what they must be thinking. It means that we are seeking to make the other person feel felt and really understood. And let me ask you, when was the last time you felt really felt like somebody really got you? When was the last time you felt really understood? And how did that feel for you? I bet it felt amazing. It feels like pure connection, doesn't it? So I want you to give this gift to your child because I know most of us weren't raised this way, were we? Where our parents really sought to understand what was going on with us. So when we practice empathy, we're focusing completely on the other person and we're putting our own needs aside and we're showing up for them without judgment, without criticism, without agreeing or disagreeing. We're just there to hold the space of empathy for them and really try to put ourselves in their shoes. So I think we hear the word empathy a lot, but how do we actually do empathy? Well, I'm going to show you I'm going to show you that. I'm going to show you what empathy isn't, what it is, and how to put it into practice. So first, empathy, I'll tell you what it isn't. (laughs) Empathy doesn't fix and say, oh, well, what you need to do is, or I think this will help in this situation. No, that is not empathy. Empathy doesn't advise and say, oh, well, what I think you should do or what you should have done. No, that's not empathy. It also doesn't educate and say you can learn from this. Look, maybe later I'll come to the realization that I could learn from this catastrophe that I need empathy for, but right now I just need you to hear me. I just need you to let me feel my feelings, right? That's, that's, that's empathy, letting you feel your feelings, not trying to educate and tell me I'll learn from it. And it also doesn't one-up and say, oh, well, if you think that's bad, you should hear what happened to me today. It also doesn't minimize and say, well, at least you didn't this. At least this didn't happen. It could have been worse. No, that doesn't help me at all because it still is what it is for me. And it doesn't sympathize. And, and I think we get sympathy and empathy maybe a little mixed up, right? Because sympathy is, oh, poor you. But empathy is, oh, I get that you feel that way. Yeah, it makes sense that you're feeling so disappointed, right? That's the difference. 
So what empathy sounds like is it's okay to be sad. It makes sense that you're sad. No wonder you're sad. It's also, this is really hard for you. I can see this must be really hard for you. Or I can understand that this is a struggle. Yeah, I see you're struggling. And I'm here with you. You know, I'm just here for you. I'm here for you in whatever way you need me to be here. Because I see that this is hard for you. That's what empathy is. Really, truly, just being there. And however the person needs you to be there without agreeing, disagreeing, without judgment, without criticism, and without trying to fix it or sympathize or educate, you know, minimize, none of that stuff. So there are ways that we can use empathy in our parenting, right? I'm sure it's easier for you to think of using empathy when your child is hurt or let down or if someone's been unkind to them, right? It's easy to put yourself in their position and say, oh boy, that does, that does hurt. But here's where you can level up your parenting with empathy and use it when you have a hard no, when you absolutely have to say no to something and there's no negotiation, that's when you can use empathy. Because this way, you're not talking your child out of their emotion. You're saying, yeah, I get that you feel really disappointed, upset, sad, confused. It doesn't change my mind, but I understand that you feel that way. And it's okay for you to feel that way. In other words, it's okay for you to feel your feelings, but it doesn't mean that my no is going to turn into a yes, right? So let me give you an example. Um, and let me give you also a formula that I use. So if your child is upset about something, what you want to first do is acknowledge and validate the feeling. Like, yes, you must be feeling disappointed right now. I see you're feeling disappointed right now. And then you use because. Never use the word but, because then forget about what you just said, because it doesn't matter, right? That's the message you're sending. You say because. I see you're feeling disappointed because you wanted to stay longer because you didn't want to go home yet and because it means the fun is over. So the formula is validate the feeling, name validate and validate the feeling, right? Use because and then two to three reasons why they're feeling that way. And you know that you've nailed it when your child says, yeah, like, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I'm feeling. That's when you know you've nailed it and you've said exactly what it is that they need to hear. You are currently listening to the Parenting Our Future podcast. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe. And I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating over iTunes. If something I've said today has sparked your interest, I'd love to further the conversation. So please connect with me at www.parentingforconnection.com or on social media, which is linked in the show notes. Now back to the show. So with empathy, when we're using it, we're naming emotions. Now, easier said than done, right? So a couple things with that. Um, you may have a child that's too young, right? A child who doesn't know the meaning of the emotion yet. But the reason why you want to still name the emotion is because we want to grow our kids in emotional intelligence. So with that, it means that we want to 
we want to guess. We want to say, look, it looks like you're feeling really confused. It looks like you're worried. It looks like you're scared. Do I have that right? You know, is, is that it looks like you're feeling scared because of A, B, and C, because of one, two, three, right? You can say that to your child because the thing is, is that our kids are feeling emotions and remember their emotions are as big to them as ours are to us. And to name their emotions is to tame them. They don't know what this feeling of fear is necessarily. They don't know what the feeling of embarrassment over disappointment, right? So we want to name those feelings so that a, they know that they're normal. B, they know that other people feel them too and they're not alone, right? So to name it is to tame it. And here's the thing. Most of us weren't raised with a vocabulary of feelings and needs, were we? So we also need to brush up on our vocabulary. And so to do that, I have also included a link to one of my favorite sites in your show notes, which is grokktheworld.com. I love it. I'm going to put a link in there for you to get a whole list of feelings so that you can go to your child and say, wow, you must be feeling sensitive or shaky or terrified or wishful or miserable or regretful. Like we want to give our kids a cornucopia of emotions to feel, right? And we often get in a trap with boys of just angry, sad, mad, right? Glad, sad, mad. And we want to do more than that. We want to give them lots of different words to use. And if we don't know them, well, how can we name them? So this is for you as much as it is for them. And I even go around my house talking about feelings and say, hey, you guys, like I'm feeling really frustrated right now. Actually, earlier today, it's summer break and I recorded this podcast and it actually didn't record. So they wanted to do something. And I said, you guys, I'm really frustrated right now because I'm in my office. I recorded a podcast and it didn't record. And I had to turn the air conditioning off in my office so that it wasn't on the recording and now I'm sweating and I'm, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, I'm disappointed. So give me a little bit of extra space or please be a little bit more patient with me or can we wait a little bit longer to do it? You know, this is how I talk to my boys. I talk in emotions because it's important and they talk in emotions back to me. So I know what's going on with them. And this is the gift that we give our kids is emotional intelligence so that when adversity comes their way, they can handle it and it can roll off their back. It makes them resilient and it also teaches them to choose empathy and compassion when they've been wronged or they have adversity, right? Maybe somebody has been unkind to them or cruel to them, or they haven't been treated fairly. Well, they can choose empathy and compassion instead of criticism and judgment, right? They can, they can choose a different way to respond. So when your child is younger, you're naming the emotions for them right? So that as they get older, they'll be able to name their own emotions. So it's never, they're never too young to start. All right. They're never too young to start this way. And remember that when they're feeling feelings, they're just feeling them and releasing them. This isn't about you. Giving empathy means it's not about you. You're just being there for them and saying, yeah, I bet this is really tough. But here's the kicker. And I want you to really listen up to this is empathy isn't just for your child. It's for you too. It's for you 
for yourself because parenting is hard. Let's be honest. We've got so much going on and we want to be perfect. We want to do it all, but we can't do it all. So empathy is for you so that you can say, today was really hard because my kids weren't listening because I had three deadlines with work or because it was really hot out and I couldn't turn the air conditioning on in my office. <laughs> today was a hard day, let's say, or it just gives you the chance to vent your emotions and you just do it. And look, you're not saying this out loud to your kids. You're, you're just giving yourself a break and saying, you know what, today was a hard day and it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to struggle from time to time, to have missteps, to have failures. It's okay. And I can give myself a break because I'm only human right? That's empathy for yourself. And we need to have that because if you don't acknowledge the emotions that you're feeling and what's going on with you, then you're going to shove those feelings down. And when you shove those feelings down, eventually they're going to come up again and they're going to come up and they're going to, they're going to, you're, 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 you're going to have this volcano building, swirling with these unacknowledged feelings, unmet needs until they blow up and erupt as this volcano. And it's usually a volcano that's erupting all over your family, all over your kids, all over your spouse, all over everybody. And we don't need to do that. We can manage the emotions as they come right? And that's by giving ourselves empathy. It's a really huge key. So just to recap, in terms of empathy, empathy is putting yourself in the shoes of your child, even if you don't agree with the feelings that they're feeling, okay? This is not about agreeing or disagreeing. This is you just putting yourself in their shoes and seeing the world the way that they must be seeing it as a four-year-old or a five-year-old, right? At whatever age they're at, you're looking at the world from their perspective and saying, wow, it must be hard that you can't get what you want and you don't have any control over your world. And you live in this world of giants and that must be really hard to navigate this world when you are kind of powerless, right? That must be really hard day to day. So that's the empathy that you're giving them. You're giving them empathy when you have to say no, right? Like, yeah, I know it's hard to say, to, to be told no when it's, this is the one thing that you think is going to make your life perfect. If you just get that one toy truck, life is going to make sense. And, I, and you can't have it. And I get that that's really hard for you. I really do get that. And then empathy you, if your child is too young for, 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 uh, for you to really call out the emotions for them to understand, then you say, it looks like you're feeling this way. I notice you must be feeling this way, or I think you're feeling this, right? That's what you want to do for those younger kids that don't have the language yet. So we build the emotional intelligence for them. So they know that what they're feeling is normal and it's okay to feel that way, right? And you're going to use it for yourself as well. And I just want to say that when you have an energy of accepting emotion, it really takes, it, 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 just the accepting the emotion allows your child to relax. Like when you say, it's okay for you to cry or, or I understand that you're upset and that's okay. Just that feeling of acceptance will allow your child to relax and it will actually make their emotions really not last as long. It's a really great trick for you to use. So 
With that said, in your show notes, you're going to get that link to rocktheworld.com with a list of your feelings. I'm going to give you that formula of empathy so you can use it for your own kids. And I'm going to give you some empathy words so you know what to say because it can really help to level up your parenting. Thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast, Parenting Our Future. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon, and if you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might need to hear this message. And don't forget to subscribe, and if you like my podcast, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who wish to get in contact with me directly, all my details are on my website, www.parentingforconnection.com. And of course, I have all my details in the show notes. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace and connection. Peace.